At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Elk Shape Podcast. I'm Dan Staten. This is your blue collar, do-it-yourself, self-guided, public land, elk hunting learning curve resource, where we leverage hunting to create more personal development. Our goal is to educate and encourage our listeners to become the best possible version of themselves through hard work, delayed gratification, and being accountable to themselves. Hey friends, what's up? Elk Shape Podcast. We're going to deliver the goods today. So when I have folks fill out our registration form for Elk Shape Camps, I ask them what are some of the main topics you want covered at camp and almost everybody writes down or puts in e-scouting. And I think that's just pretty clear going forward that people are starting to understand the value in e-scouting and more importantly, wanting to know how to dive deep into e-scouting to separate themselves. And I couldn't agree more. I would say my 2020 success hinged upon all the hours I spent e-scouting and learning areas without leaving my desktop computer. And so I thought it would be super appropriate right before the draw season to bring on a subject matter expert, Scott Reekers from Eastman's, specifically Eastman's Tag Hub. I wanted to pick his brain about, you know, what that Tag Hub looks like and just have you guys educated on another platform that I use specifically on my e-scouting. And so that's what we're going to do today. If you've never been to this podcast before, we're all about hard work and delayed gratification. We think elk hunting, we know elk hunting is a gift and we leverage it to make our personal development foster health, wealth, not only with fitness, but finances, discipline in our daily lifestyle and putting our faith and family first. That's what we're all about. This podcast has discount codes to add value to your life and to save you dollars that can go towards maybe actual scouting if you live out west. And so I hope to save you money any way I can to put extra tanks of gas in and get boots on the ground. And then today's podcast will really help if you can't get boots on the ground, folks. So Vortex Wear from Vortex Optics, they have an awesome lineup of clothing lifestyle that's basically a way for you to rep their brand and wear stuff when you're scouting, when you're working in the back 40 or whatever. I wear their stuff to work out in a lot of times. Super dope. And they gave me a discount code to pass along to you guys. So 20% off discount code is elk shape. Check it out. Wilderness athlete. The discount code is elk shape 30 and you will save 30% off your first purchase. 
And I'm trying to convince Wilderness Athlete to help me make a branded specific hydrate and recover. I have one scoop every day, no matter what. And it just helps me drink more water and it makes the water taste better. And I know I'm getting a bunch of dense vitamins, minerals, things that my body needs, things that I'm maybe not getting from my nutrition. So Wilderness Athlete, if you're listening, let's do that. I wanted to do a Hydrate Recover elk-shaped tub that had 100 servings instead of their traditional tub, which comes with 30 servings. But if you're making a purchase, definitely pick up Hydrate Recover. Uh, try the watermelon. Northwest Retention Systems makes custom gun holsters, and they have an elk-shaped one. So you're, you're going to have to have my logo on your holster, but it'll make it for whatever gun you have, and it's a scout. So it goes right underneath your bino harness on your chest. Easy access, especially if you're hunting in bear country like I did in 2020. When it comes to freeze-dried food, that's what I have for dinner. I've done the mountain houses. Uh, not a huge fan. I don't think the quality is very good. I've done peak refuel. Those are pretty good. I've done Alpen fuel. I've done backcountry pantry. I've pretty much tried them all. And I, and I personally believe that Stowaway Gourmet is the best tasting and the best actual real food. And so I contacted them and asked if I could get a discount code if I plugged them. That's, that's our deal. That's it. So I wouldn't say they're a sponsor or a partner. I just got a discount code for you guys. So the discount code is ELK10. Save 10% off. Check out Stowaway Gourmet. Definitely get the bison in your life. I got three more for you guys. So Treeline Academy, speaking of e-scouting this is the this is where i have learned a lot of next level tips and tactics from mark livesey who owns treeline academy he has the greatest online e-scouting curriculum i've ever seen and you can get it for 99 bucks if you use the discount code elk shape uh if you didn't catch the last podcast i am not wearing sika gear going forward i never had a contract with them in the first place i wore their stuff loyal for 13 seasons i felt like our brand and their brand didn't really line up. That's really the truth. And I started researching other brands and getting samples and I tried several and I settled in on Numa because I felt like their stuff was legit and they understood our company. I liked their messaging. They liked our messaging. It's a good fit. And so I have a discount code. You can hit a link in the show notes, but if you go to Numa's website and use the discount code ELKSHAPE20, you'll save 20% and you'll be learning more about them as I drop more stuff on them. But Numa, we're hooked up and we're dialed and I'm excited for 2021. And last but not least, if you're listening to this podcast today and you want to try TagHub, uh, Scott gave us a discount code for the listeners, ELKSHAPE15. You will get 15% off whether you do an annual or monthly. And we're going to dive in on that so you can learn better how to use it and maybe check it out for yourself. Good luck e-scouting, guys. It is the time of year that the serious elk hunters put their work in to get the best opportunities because fall will be here before you know it. Separations in the preparation. Let's go, Scott Reekers, Eastman's Tag Hub. Right on. Well, game plan today, Scott, is to get to know you a little bit, then your hunting background, your day-to-day, and then I want to geek out on the million-dollar question. How do I figure out the Western elk hunting draws? How do I get the best tag I got for wherever I'm at in the point game or over-the-counter general tag? So you're the guy. Um, Give us a little background on Scott Reekers. Oh, man. Um, I grew up southwest Wyoming. did a, a stint in Texas in college, but otherwise I've been a Wyoming native my whole life. Um, grew up 
elk hunting, um, elk hunting that southwest portion of the state. Uh, as anybody knows who's hunted there, um, it's it's known for mule deer. So I you know I have to get that that claim out there. I know I'm on an elk podcast, but I am a mule deer nut. But uh, elk always has a special spot in my heart. Um, so you know, it's, it's rather embarrassing 37 now. And I've been hunting with, you know, with my dad pulling the trigger since 14. Um, but I was third grade first time I went out elk hunting with him and I fell in love with it, loved it. Um, I fell in love with the Eastman's brand, um, in, in high school, the Eastman started in 1987 and I graduated in 2002. And so Eastman's was really coming into its own, um, you know, like as far as like adding Eastman's bow hunting journal, uh, the TV show all around that year 2000. And so right when I'm really learning and then the videos before that, even junior high and high school, like I grew up watching all the Eastman's videos and, and seeing those things that were influential to me. And so it was pretty surreal to get to work, um, for Eastman's. I started here in 2014. So been here seven years now. Um, I do, Anything and everything that is digital media, I also do a lot of our um, our business relationships as far as inside the hunting space and you know working with with people like like you Dan and the Elk Shape podcast. Um, that's a lot of the role that I have here. But my my biggest baby um, lately has been Tag Hub. And it's been our digital sortable MRS. If you are familiar with the journals, you know that. The MRS is where people um, across the United States for years have turned to accomplish that Western dream hunt that they've always wanted to. Um, every one of us looks forward to hunting season. It's about a dream. Um, whether whether that's you know harvesting your biggest bull ever on a you know once in a lifetime rifle hunt that you've been applying for, or you know getting the thrill of a bugling bull in your face. Um, finding the tag is the hardest part. You've got to spend um, sometimes months lining up your fall because the vast majority of people, they have a very, very short window to go hunting, uh, especially if you're traveling. And so Tag Hub was all about helping the do-it-yourselfer build a strategy and maintain that strategy and acquire tags on a regular basis and get to enjoy a Western hunt or build a strategy to go get, you know, five or six once in a lifetime type hunts in different states. There's, there's more than one way to skin this cat. So we wanted to build a system that would allow us to do that and tying that back to, you know, who I am personally, like takes a lot of time to figure out that you want to hunt in multiple states and then a lot of effort to learn how to build a strategy. I'm using this myself. I write the MRS for Nevada for, um, for Eastman's. And so it's been a lot of fun to do that, learn that process. And then, you know, by extension, I'm applying in Nevada now, you know, and building, building my points there. I've got plans where I want to hunt in Colorado for some different things. And so, you know, building those plans and those strategies and seeing that is, you know, I'm not just the, I'm not just the guy who, you know, coordinated the build on tag hub, but, you know, I'm, I'm a user as well. And I think that's probably the thing that I'm actually the most proud of with it. Well, that's awesome. Uh, the resources going digital is not a new thing, but when back in my day, when I started the whole draw game, uh, 
I'm old now. I'm a little bit older than you. I would uh, get the uh, Eastmans and look to the back of the publication to to geek out on your guys's narrative and and so good. And then I would get like Hunt and Full magazine. And uh, I'm trying to think what else I did. That might have been it, really, uh, besides networking and just trying to figure out, you know, how to to do the game, how to apply in different states out west. And it didn't take me very long to figure out that. I had to have a separate account with money, with real money to, you know, play the game. It was expensive, you know. A lot of states wanted their tag fees up front and all that stuff. So let, let me ask you this because this is kind of what um, my philosophy is on this podcast is like you guys listening have a finite number of elk seasons in your life. You can't afford to take a year off and not elk hunt and build points like I feel like everyone should elk hunt year after year because the day you draw that special tag you better be a good elk hunter or you're gonna be very disappointed in probably what happens when you do just all of a sudden decide to hunt a trophy unit for elk that took you over a decade to draw and you haven't elk hunted very much so what's your guys's philosophy for these for folks listening on getting a tag in hand year after year so I actually wrote an article on that several years ago um, where I, I outlined the strategy for, for acquiring, I called them easier to draw elk hunts. Um, and so this kind of ties back to there's, you can't talk about Eastman's without talking about history just because the first person I ever heard about, about talking about hunting in multiple states was Mike Eastman. And Mike Eastman talked about it for the first time in his book, Hunting High Country Mule Deer, where he talked about developing a strategy for hunting in four different states. Now, it doesn't just apply to mule deer. That applies to um, every Western big game species and gives you uh, an opportunity to enjoy the things that you really want to do, especially as there are certain states, for instance, like um, Arizona, where you're not going to draw an elk tag every year. So you've got to find options if you want to be out in the field every single fall. And like what you're talking about, you only get so many elk seasons um, and you only get so many elk seasons where you're capable of doing the backcountry hunts. Like at you and I's age, there's a reason that a lot of guys start using stock when they turn about 35, 40, um, myself included, you know, it, it's, you know, no matter how good a shape you get in, it gets harder on the knees, you know, there's, so it's, it's finite, it's limited. It's, and, and so developing a strategy that keeps you in the game in multiple States was, was something that, that Mike really pioneered and that developed into the MRS. And so if I'm like, the first thing you actually have to do, let's back this all the way back up. What is your end goal? Uh, when you're sitting back at, you know, say age 65, 70, and you're looking back at all the hunts you've done, what are the ones that you want to have accomplished? And so last year, I actually, um, I sat down and really wrote that because one of the struggles I have being a Wyoming resident is I've got a wealth of tags. Um, and so it's, it's a challenge to build, build and strategize where you're going to be going to multiple different places when I'm ridiculous, busy here already. But then I realized that building a long-term strategy is something I want to do. And 
you know, now that I've got kids, I'm going to be putting them in for points from the moment that they're allowed to so that I can go on some of these adventures while I'm still in good enough shape to do it. So there's more, there's a multi-tiered strategy here. So I sat down and I wrote, these are the hunts that I want to go on and that I want to do. And in doing that, it helped me develop, okay, this is how many years I have to be in the game for this. This is how many years I have to be in the game for this. This is how how much of my resource pool I'm going to have to dedicate over time to get to this particular hunt, because not all of them were here in the States. And that's where it starts. So when, when I talk about coming back to a dream, those are the dreams. Those are the things that I want to see fulfilled. Um, when I, you know, when I look up at the wall and I look at the, the elk that are up there, um, my deer that are up there, every one of them has a memory attached. And that's, that's the entry fee that I'm paying with every one of these tags is that there are memories that are associated with it. Um, you know, I've, I've posted a whole bunch of pictures on all of our digital media here at Eastman's and even some on, you know, just a couple of different accounts that I've had personally over the years that, you know, that show an entire memory. And those are the things that are going to matter. And so that's what, that's what I'm hoping that that strategy will help you do. So you pick your four states that you want to be invested in. Generally speaking, you want two, possibly three of them to be states that you can hunt regularly. So in the elk world, Colorado has over-the-counter options. So most elk hunters are going to want to have Colorado circled with a big you know, red marker that this is one of the places where I want to hunt. Montana and Idaho are also two places where you're going to want to um, really be keying in on paying attention to all their dates. In fact, Idaho has had some major changes and um, it was a little bit challenging to buy some over-the-counter licenses on December 1st. Uh, so I've heard I did not play the game in Idaho this year, um, but that's one of the states that you're going to want to pay attention to because they're starting to cap off how many over-the-counter licenses that they're selling in each unit. Then Montana is another state that you're going to want to be paying attention to regularly because they're an opportunity state. They manage their their herd to have a lot of elk on it. And so that's a state where you're really going to want to be paying attention to. So develop a strategy where you can hunt those regularly. And as long as they continue their management plan, those are the three states that you're going to look at. Um, Utah just up some of their quotas too. So that's something to pay attention to. But generally speaking, Utah is a trophy state. And so the next piece that you want to do is you want to pick which state is a trophy state that you really want to go hunt in. Um, the, the states that I would qualify for the most part as a trophy state, and I'll get to that for the most part here, um, is you're going to be looking at your Arizona's um, your New Mexico for elk in particular, then you're also going to be looking at Utah. Utah is definitely a trophy state. Like it, um, in the last 20 years, Utah has done very well producing very large bulls. And so you're going to have, um, that on your short list if you're going to build your strategy for applying there. And then you've also got your Nevada. Now, Nevada is weird because, Nevada has a hybrid system with a random element, and New Mexico has a ran is random as well. But Nevada has a random element, meaning that you can apply for your bonus points and get those in there. But every um, every bonus point, you get that squared, and that's the number of applications you have in the system. Then you are assigned a random number. The lowest random number is the first application that the system's going to read. And if there are tags available, 
in your entire list, it goes through your entire list to check what you have listed, then you will get an opportunity to hunt. It'll get, it will give you that tag. So it's random, but the longer you've played the game, they reward you for that. So theoretically over time, you have a better chance of drawing. But every year when I go through this data, it is amazing. There's somebody that they drew an elk tag seven years ago. And after their waiting time of seven years, they drew it on their first try. It, it's crazy. I actually know one of our one of our guys on the forum did that this year, and it was pretty crazy that he was able to draw a hunt that took him years before to get. He drew it on his first try because of the random element. Um, but I would still qualify Nevada for the most part as that trophy type of state for elk because I read all the main beam data when I write that Nevada MRS. And then I also read the odds, you know, even though there's a random element, a lot of those elk elk units in Nevada are tough to draw. Um, archery, muzzleloader, rifle, doesn't matter. They're all very tough to draw because they have a low objective there on purpose. They manage for a high quality herd. Um, they manage for maturity with their bulls and their bull to cow ratios are designed to produce trophies. Um, but it's also designed to make sure that they don't, they don't overcompete the mule deer there. So, you know, it's just something that you have to consider that, that's why you have a trophy state and then you have your opportunity states, but you are not going to like exactly what you said, Dan, you are not going to have a good hunt on your once in a lifetime hunt. If you are not hunting elk regularly. Yeah, man. Uh, I hope I am one of the people that draws Nevada when I get to put in again, I drew in 17, maybe 16 or 17. And, uh, God, I want to go back. Nevada's awesome. Um, what about um, Oregon doesn't get talked about very often, um, so I, I guess we'll touch on Oregon. I don't know a ton about Oregon, although it's super close to me. I live in Washington, but I do know they have, you know, the east side, west side elk tags. You got your Rockies and your Rosies. Um, you have good elk numbers, and historically speaking, they used to open the last Saturday in August. It was a pretty good season. I think they might have changed their dates. I heard about them going to a draw. Uh, where do you have any information for 2021 Oregon elk? You know, that one is going to come out in the tag hub analysis. Um, Dave is our MRS writer for that. And he's the one who knows Oregon in and out. And I'm just, I'm going to be, I'm going to be brutally honest. I have looked through it. I under, I understand it. I can help guys find a lot, but I have not heard of any major changes and that's on me um, for that. But I will say this in tag hub, it is going to be reflected inside the overview. Um, you will see that all the information that you will ever need for knowing what's going on. Cause other changes, we listed those for 2020. Um, and that's coming out here. We're getting deep into the MRS season. So every mm -hmm. month, um, every week, there are going to be major updates coming into Tag Hub. So that's going to be your place to find all of those. Now, historically speaking, Oregon and Washington, um, with their variety of species, with the rosies, you're, and then as well as east and west, you have a lot of opportunity there. And it's actually gotten more popular in our digital media age um, where you can see those hunts on YouTube. A lot of people are actually showing that it can be done. And then there's easy, I won't say easy, um, but it's tags that you can acquire. Um, and so that's, that's something that's there, but generally speaking, um, you know, all the, all the residents in Oregon are loving that. I'm, I'm probably saying this, but generally speaking, we've shied away from Oregon for a variety of reasons. Um, just because a lot of the quality has gone down there over time. And then the residents there, I'm sure are saying, Oh man, I'm glad he's not promoting Oregon. So. 
Yeah, and then they hate me because I promote it. I'm like, go to Oregon. Um, I also I like Idaho. I like Colorado. I like Montana. It's just get a tag in your hand. Even Washington State, you can get a tag. There is elk here. But just don't get frustrated with elk hunting becoming popular. I don't know. It's probably digital media. It's probably Joe Rogan's fault. I don't know whose fault it is. It doesn't matter. The reality is elk hunting's cool because it is cool. And it's, um, you know, we as hunters should want more hunters because in the grand scheme of things, that's going to keep hunting around. So let's talk about Eastman's brand for a second and then let's graduate into like picking your brain on Tag Hub a little bit for those that don't know much about it. So Eastman's brand has been out forever. I'm guilty. I picked up an Eastman's bow hunting magazine in the early, early 2000s when I started bow hunting. And um, man, I think, uh, yeah, Cameron Haynes was writing for you guys and just I couldn't wait to get every publication really grew up just loving Eastman's. Where are you guys at today? Where are, what are all your outlets? What are all your services? What is your brand about um, for those that are new or don't know all the things you guys do do? Because you have podcasts and all sorts of stuff. So Eastman's is we are now considered a multimedia company. Um, we, we have been, uh, for years, the largest Western hunting publication. Um, if you, if you actually, you know, look at that, it's, it's, our footprint is huge inside the Western hunting market. And, and it's, it's for a reason we've made, um, we've made the Eastman's brand about sharing the Western hunter's story. And Mike started doing that where he wanted Eastman's to feel like where you pulled up one of these magazines that it felt like you were sitting around the campfire with your buddies having a discussion about the hunt. And, you know, over time that grew, okay, how do we help more people have these campfire type of discussions, these success stories that turned into the MRS. And then, um, with, you know, with time, what's happened is we've had, you know, Guy and Ike now are are running the company, and Ike is now um, you know president and and owner, and so Guy's you know manning the the ship for MRS and the journals, and so we're we've got this brand that's now got steeped in history. I could go clear back all the way to Gordon Eastman. You know, a lot of times when when people don't know who I work for, you know, somebody that um, is not you know not familiar with Western hunting, and I. I asked him the question. I was like, did you ever see any of those uh, Disney movies around Yellowstone? You know, when you were a kid on the Disney channel, they're like, oh yeah. I was like, yeah, Gordon Eastman and Mike Eastman filmed them. So you did actually know the brand, but you didn't know what they're doing now. And so there's, you know, you can go back 60 years of history, 30 years, you know, since 19, well, 30 plus years now, since Mike uh, started the company in 1987 with the journals and, you know, so now we've grown into a huge digital platform on top of the two journals. So we've got Eastman's Hunting Journal, Eastman's Bow Hunting Journal. And then we also have Eastman's Elevated, our podcast. I believe you've had Brian Barney on your podcast yeah. before. Um, and so, man, I, I love working with Brian. He and I are in regular communication. And so it's a lot of fun to work with him and to you know see his passion for, for hunting in general. And in particular, he, man, he's a diehard bow hunter. And so that's cool to see that. He's also expanded. He's actually added a podcast to his um, to his list of things called Eastman's Flycast because that dude loves to fly fish as well. And so he, we started a fly fishing podcast. Um, 
So that's kind of uh, where that end is for Brian. But then we've also got our Eastman's Hunting TV that's been on the outdoor channel since the year 2000. Um, about four and a half years ago, we started a digital series, on, and it's all digital. It's on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram TV, Waypoint TV. Um, basically, anywhere that we can house uh, Beyond the Grid, it's there. And so that has done incredibly well. Um, our YouTube channel is is doing incredibly well. We just did a, a special project where we are highlighting um, you know, Wyoming's famous mule deer migration, that Region G and H herd and what they do and how we can help with that, um, kind of s- stop the bleeding on some of those issues. And that that actually comes back into full focus with elk because there's a lot of conversation right now about our feed grounds. And so there's there's a piece to that. There's a lot of our um, our audience that is there in that inside that YouTube and video space. Then a few years ago, we launched a brand called uh, Wingman, and it was we noticed that a lot of our audience loves to waterfowl hunt once the big game seasons are o- over. And it was brought to our attention that this is true by our current editor Todd Helms, who is the lead content guy for wingman he is producing some awesome content like if you like to waterfowl hunt after the big game seasons are over please give wingman a follow he thoroughly uh, does a good job and you might even see me on a few of those videos i go out with him quite a bit i'm not nearly as experienced in the waterfowl world as he is but we still have a lot of fun um best part is you don't have to be quiet and you can heckle each other there and so we give each other a lot of grief that's actually quite a bit of fun um but over the course of time we've noticed that because if you and well and actually we launched a wingman podcast uh, this past year as well and then so we noticed obviously that based on what i'm saying that our digital is growing like crazy at this rapid pace and it's and we've wanted for a while to build a system where we could present all the information in the members research section because guy a few years back i was here is probably the first year i wrote the nevada mrs um, that'd be like 2015 guy really said, Hey, we're going to, we're going to up this. We're going to make this even better. It's been a great resource for Western hunters, but we're going to make it even better. And so guy went about doing some standardizing where we made sure green, yellow, and blue are as close to, are as close to even across every single state. So that we're speaking the same language in every single, in every single state. And so we were doing that and we started asking the question, well, how do we help our DIY guys get even more information? Because when you're in print, there's only so much information you can show. We knew based on how much research we did and we do and we did that there was a lot more information from these states that just wasn't getting presented to the Western hunter. And we knew we could help more people find the hunts that they want to find and experience the hunt, get those campfire memories than what they were currently getting. And we said, well, technology has now reached the point where we can do this, where we can build this system. And that has turned into Eastman's Tag Hub, which is our our digital sortable version of the members research section that as it stands right now, we have every Western antlered hunt. We have not added the cow tags yet. Um, it's on the table, I, but I don't have a timeline for that. 
but we are we have that available. If you want to find a particular hunt, if you want to see how many points it takes you, and then you want to filter it down based on, okay, I have seven points in Wyoming, and I want hunts that have better than 50% public land, I can do that for you. It's a, it's a system that will let you do it. It is complex. Uh, that's the most daunting thing for the first time person that's applying in a different state is this complex no two states are the same they're very different they're very tough to um they're very tough to navigate and understand the differences you know dan you and i spent a little bit of time before this going through tag hub helping you see all that and you're right geek out is a great way to put it if you are a data nerd and want to understand everything that a state has to offer man chances are we've got it we we compiled over a half a million data points into the digital sortable system. So there's a ton of information there. And so I'll, I'll give my little disclaimer right now. Um, guys, there's half a million data points. So if you're using this system, do it the first time definitely on your desktop because you, you've got a, we've got a visual and a mapping system. If you're used to that, that blue, green, or yellow chip system that we've been using in the MRS for years, well, we've transferred that and we needed to give a visual. It's all, it's all basically heat maps that allow you to understand what is going on there. In fact, Dan, you and I didn't even get into being able to switch to um, like public land percentages and things like that. I can display that on that, that visual and so there's all sorts of things that you can do to sort this out, but this is meant to be for the DIY hunter, um, help them help you have those campfire experiences, be able to share. We're also, um, you know, posting state exclusive information. And so, you know, for instance, we're going to offer some editorial that we aren't offering other places. So guy every year does an in-depth analysis that we share on Wyoming's best elk units, deer and antelope. And so these are the, you know, we put that up on blog.eastmans.com. Well, you know, generally speaking, those are, those units only apply to guys who've been applying for 15 years as non-residents, because that's kind of where we're at with our point structure in Wyoming. You know, guys have to be at max points to really be, be looking at those things. So one of the things that's happened is we're like, well, we need a little bit more analysis. Guys are really wanting to understand what does guy have to say about these other units, you know, cause there's more than five good units in Wyoming. And so we're going to offer 20, but that's, you know, that's part of a tag hub membership. That's one of the things that we're going to do that do that way is we're going to expand some of that editorial content that way. And we're going to start offering more of that in each state, but that's, we've actually got a blog behind the paywall on tag hub. And so tag hub is just meant to be something that will help the DIY hunter will make them more aware of everything that is going on. But, the DIY hunter is who we have at heart with this digital sorting system. And we want to help them make memories just like circling all the way back to Mike and that, you know, bunch of buddies sitting around a campfire. Yeah, man, that makes sense. Um, you know, digital resources, there's, there's a few, we've had a few of these guys on the podcast, had the CEO of hunting full on here. Uh, we've had trail Kreitzer from go hunt. Um, we've had, you know, on X interviews, we've had base map. We've had Ed on here. Uh, we've, we're bringing you guys on here. People have a lot of choices, so um, I guess I can speak a little to my experience as just like a regular sh slappy elk hunter looking for opportunity is like, I would say just my initial impression of Tag Hub is from the outside looking in is, guys, it's pretty next level. It's pretty deep. Um, 
but you can always go through each state um, and kind of learn just like the super basic expert analysis, which is really important. Like understand each state has a different process, how they like to play their game. And then you can go in and filter Filter 20.0 is what I would call it. It's just there's so many filtering options in there that you really can figure out where you're at and then kind of develop a strategy. So the the good news, as I would say, Scott, is right now is the time of year to start learning this system. So because there gets to a point where like, OK, Arizona's up to bat first. Well, up oh, Wyoming's coming up and oh, they got their proclamations out. Uh, Utah, you know, I don't know the exact order. I just know it comes at you. And we're all trying to do like life and still figure out this. This is probably the most important step. Elk hunters is getting a plan, uh, which I've already started when I got home October 1st. Uh, and that's just what it takes. Um, what do you guys charge uh, for the Tag Hub membership? For those that are interested, I'd love to like let them know kind of what they're looking at. So right now, and this is about to end, so I'm going to hopefully I don't get too convoluted for you. But right now, we are offering single pricing, and that's probably going away in the next two weeks. But right now, it is either $99.99 for a full year or $9.99 every month. And with, with that price structure, you are getting access to all the digital data. You are getting a print subscription to both journals. You are getting access to a discount page that we have. You are also getting access to episodes of Eastman's Hunting TV early. We're posting them here. There's a little read watch that you can see. And so um, we're also posting episodes of Beyond the Grid early. We're posting episodes of our digital series Wingman early and doing that on purpose. We want you know our, the people that subscribe to Tag Hub well, you subscribe to Tag Up, we're going to give you that content early. Um, still be out on the outdoor channel, but there are a lot of you I know who don't get that. You know, it's kind of with different cable packages. So this is a way to watch that. It's, you know, it's there and it's available. So you're getting a lot of value to that, but that is about to change because we are going to introduce a good, better, best system here in the very near future. And the good system will get everything that I just um, that I just talked about, as well as several different premiums. Um, the first one that I'm going to start with is I've actually got a Sitka vinyl harness that I've got to go through um, a whole bunch of them, and so that's going to be available. But you know that price structure is going to go up to $149.99 or $14.99 a month for that. So you'll still get you'll still get the print, you'll still get access to all the digital. Um, oh, I forgot to mention, we've also got our journals digitally on this as well. So under that watch tab, you can actually go and read all the all the digital journals and, and back. We've also got an elk hunting handbook. We've got old MRS books that are there. So you can, you can access all of that. Um, one of the things that's also coming down the pipeline for that $149.99 and the $14.99 premium membership is I'm going to digitally make all of Mike Eastman's books available. So that's coming. Um, here very soon. And then we're going to have a middle of the road. That's $99.99 and $9.99. You won't have access to Mike's books. You won't have access to the discount page. And then we're going to do our very basic data package where you're just getting access to the data um, and a print subscription. Okay. And so that's kind of kind of the structure that we're heading towards. But one of the things is we know that a lot of people just like paying for it by the month. 
Um, you know, everybody, you know, from your Netflix and Hulu to all those different things, it's a subscription every single month that you pay. So a lot of people are interested in that. And we've really, you know, we've really seen a lot of people wanting that. And so they asked for it. So we started that and, um, that's going to continue, you know, um, and then, you know, let's be honest, most of us who are hunt are guys and, you know, the wives, uh, like seeing a nine ninety nine hit versus a $150 hit, um, on the credit card, even if it happens every month. So, you know, that's just kind of one of the, one of those things that we've, we've looked at and said, okay, we'll help you guys out and do that. Okay. This is where I want to finish. And it's kind of like tricky, but like gathering the information. So when you guys get it ready for us, like guys like me that are ready to know what's new for this year in 2021, how does that process work? Because I know it involves like hunter harvest reporting, i.e. Montana, worst state ever when it comes to that. Uh, <laughs> flyovers, biologists, flyovers, and then like deciding herd health and and then where to allocate tags. And now you got wolves potentially coming in a couple of years to Colorado and you got wolves all over the West already. So, dude, how do you, how does it work like for you guys to get all this information? Is it public? Do you have to know somebody? How do you know when like like Utah's changing some stuff this year? I just read like how do you guys do it? It's a lot of work. Um, would be the best way to to put that. Um, we are able to leverage thirty years of relationships, and um, some of it's public information. Some of it we get a little bit early, um, just kind of through relationships. Um, and one of the things that, you know, we have to be absolutely clear on is that we have 30 years of history building this, building this system. And there's, there's 30 years of opinion. There's also a lot of trust there. Um, and that, that is what makes this stand out is that, you know, you can find some of this information online if you choose, you know, if you want to, um, but we have the ability to save you a lot of headache time trying to find that. You know, you you mentioned Montana. The data is tough in Montana to work with. We took the time to sort through it. We took the time to sort and look at all of it and do as good as we possibly could. And so we've put that all together. And in doing that, we have um, we've built a system that you trust because of our because of our history and we've acquired all this data we've also done some things where we are we are setting up the trends so our opinion is actually based on data and it's not just data from this year last year it's it's trends from the long term where we're looking at how are things going you know and and that's how we come up with these ratings we've actually developed algorithms for it you know proprietary algorithms um, that we don't you know, nobody else has those. And we've had that, you know, we've had that for a very long time. And, you know, Guy is a data nut. So when we went through that standard standardization, we, we quality controlled what we were doing with the MRS um, to an insane level. And so this data that we're putting out is trusted. Is it technology to stuff break? Yeah. I mean, come on. I, I just bought an iPhone 12 and, you know, I'm probably going to find a hiccup in a month with it. You know, I just, it's, it's technology that happens. But the biggest thing is, 
I'm the human on the other side that's making sure that this stuff is getting presented. It's getting presented at dates that will get you into your application season. Um, we, if you are a member of Tag Hub, we are sending emails with deadline reminders. Um, we do that to our entire email list, but with um, with Tag Hub, we're gonna we're going to make sure that you know that you do your research. Our our information is updated now. And so that is one of the major things that is happening with Tag Hub. That is a big piece of the equation. And so every state is different. Every state has different data sets that we use, um, has different relationships. Some of it, you know, some of the data is public, you know, with what the state puts out, but some of it is our analysis and that's the trusted analysis. So kind of a long winded way to say that it's, it's a long term, a lot of history, understanding how to build it and build a system that guys can use and develop and really understand how to have a DIY hunt and have that campfire memory. I'm excited that you guys do that and I don't because <laughs> it is so time consuming and stressful and I don't have 30 years of doing it. Honestly, I got 19 years of relying on people like you and I just need a, a one resource I can go in, filter and take on each state that I want to apply when they come up and really dig in and get myself opportunities that really good over the counter or general draw, get myself a chance that maybe once every five years hunting a limited entry, a limited quota tag. Um, and then maybe draw that once in a lifetime type elk tag every decade, you know? Um, and that's reasonable. That's super reasonable. I have my own strategies. I don't share a lot of them on here, but I do share quite a bit. But the, the planning starts yesterday, guys. Get going on this. For those that are listening, if you are coming to Elk Shape Camp or thinking about coming to Elk Shape Camp, um, Scott, you guys have hooked it up. For those campers, you're going to get access to Tag Hub, which is a huge value in itself. And Basemap is going to give you a, a membership as well, a pro membership. Um, and kind of, kind of bundle those since you guys work both together too. And it's, uh, you to have both pulled up on your desktop is, uh, very powerful. And, and I'm glad you mentioned desktop. So guys, I know your phone's awesome, but, um, take it from me, pretty experienced elk hunter. I don't do any e-scouting on my phone at all. E-scouting is a Google earth is a big screen two screen process where you need to be geeking out. Would you agree with that, Scott? I dude, I, that is one of the truest statements I've heard on elk hunting in, in forever. I mean, it, it is incredibly hard to get the detail level that you need, um, on, you know, on a small screen. Um, can you get some of the data? Yes. But just by its nature, mobile, even, even your iPad, it just truncates things. It makes it smaller, makes it harder to see. And so I would really encourage all your e-scouting to happen. Um, on on the desktop you will be much happier with your experience and chances are you're going to notice some details of just the power that the computer has there that you're not going to see on your phone there you go i appreciate it um guys uh check out tag hub when you get a chance um what is the best website to find that taghub.eastmans.com or there's a link directly from eastmans.com and i will put a link in the show notes scott are you on social media um, I am, um, follow, you know, number one, follow Eastman's hunting journals. That's where a lot of this is. Okay. Um, I just recently started a, a Instagram account kind of for fun. Um, and so it's eating the wild EHJ is how I've got that right now or eating the wild underscore EHJ. So there's a lot of, you know, a lot of pictures from hunts, past hunts, different things that I did this last year. So it's been fun. 
I will put a link to that as well. I appreciate your time, Scott. Guys, today is just one of those days that you got to sit sit down, look at yourself in the mirror. Are you planning to fail? Are you failing to plan? What is the difference? The difference is that you need to start scouting and researching today. Separation is in the preparation. This is a great tool. Appreciate your time, Scott. We'll catch you on the next one. All right, guys, so there you go. Check out Tag Hub. Pair that up with like a base map. Uh, pair that up with Google Earth, and I think you'll be pretty pleased on your e-scouting as long as you do it from a desktop. Try to do like a double screen if you can. That'll really help. Start dropping your waypoints. Start planning your routes. Uh, and I call them bugle routes for those that are going to locate via vocalizations. You want to have a route mapped out where you maybe do like an 8, 10 mile loop. Know all the places you're going to stop in glass, all the places you want to pitch bugles, whether it be at nighttime or during the day. You need to figure out where you're going to do your base camp, where are your possible mobile camp spots. Like mark all your map, transfer your KLMs into your mapping software. And if you don't know how to do all that stuff, man, go to the elkcollective.com. That is something that I partly own with a couple partners and it's digital online elk school from top to bottom, how to kill elk, how to call elk. Basically, if you can't come to an elk shape camp live, go to elkcollective.com and start watching our videos. I think there's 120 plus videos. So we have plenty for you. Bottom line is be doing something every day in the name of better elk hunting. Even if it's just a small little 15 minute scout session or go into elk collective and watching a quick 30 minute video on how to transfer KLM files to your base map or Onyx or how to use Google Earth to figure out where to glass from. I think the most common mistake I see is that people commit or overcommit to elk areas. They, they pack in too deep, they stay for three or four days, they don't get into elk, and then they have to hike all the way back out. I really preach a mobile attack, get in and get out, find elk, find the elk that are the hottest, hunt them hard, and then f move on to the next location. So looking forward to elk shape camps. We got uh, Texas coming up in February, Nashville, Marysville, Boise, Idaho, Lancaster, PA, Denver, Colorado, Ogden, Utah. It's going to be a really good season. I would say that right now we have three-fourths of the tickets sold out. So I do think it's going to sell out. So if you're on the fence, do something about it. Use the discount code YouTube. That'll save you $50 off registration and early bird registration expires December 31st, 2020. So get on it. Appreciate you guys' support. We'll catch you on the next one.